Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm not David Chen. I'm Justin Jordan. And with me, filling in for Deja because they couldn't make it, is the David Chen. Welcome to the show, David. What? Hey, it's such it's such a pleasure to be here on Decoding Reality with you, Justin. Uh, I watched The Bachelor season premiere last night. I'm ready to talk about uh, it. Uh, okay, first off, David, did you like it? Give me a thumbs uh, up, thumbs down. I found it fascinating. How about that? Fascinating. I can I can, I can give that to you. I can give that to you. But yeah. okay, but what what made it so fast? Did you not like it? Would you be on The Bachelor yourself? Absolutely not. What, but, David? <laughs> but uh, I think it's a lot of what we discussed in our preview episode, um, which is all that stuff about how it, The Bachelor is a representation of how a lot of people in America perceive of love and relationships these days. And that's just interesting to get a snapshot of. So, oh, it's so yeah. interesting, especially yeah. because like <sighs> they kind of said the quiet part out loud in this Premiere mm, episode. Okay. Curious. I think so. I personally think so because for I said this in the previous episode, for the longest time, The Bachelor has been trying to reinvent itself, trying to go like new and modern and hip. And this episode, if if you haven't seen a lot of The Bachelor before, this was like formulaic to a fault almost. You know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It was almost mm-hmm. as if they p- had no surprises. They had mm. no things that they wanted to try. No new types of women. Nothing. Mm. It is. Mm-hmm. We're playing it safer than safe. Everyone had a life vest of like predictability, if you will. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Basically, in case you didn't know, you can find more episodes of this podcast that you're listening to right now at decodingreality.tv and you can email us with questions or any comments about the episode at decodingtv at gmail.com. And, David, don't we have a TikTok account? We do. TikTok.com slash at decodingreality. Uh, we will be getting videos up there at some point. But, uh, yeah, follow us there if you want to. 
Um, so, Justin, what's the plan for today's episode? So here's what we're going to do. We're yeah. going to go through a recap, get your introductory thoughts, get the listener like acquainted about what exactly happened in this episode. And then we'll take a quick break. And then we're going to go deeper about what contestants we liked, we didn't like, what kind of moves they made in the game, all that kind of stuff. Sound good? Sounds good. And this is the, the Bachelor Season 27 premiere that we'll be discussing today, right? Season 27, Episode 1, I believe, right? Yes, season yes. Uh, 27. Oh my god, I'm 28 years old. There's there's <laughs> almost as many bachelor seasons as I'm alive. Mm. Okay, okay. All right. Calm down, Justin. Calm down. Okay. So, let's start off from the top with a quick recap of this premiere episode. And if you didn't watch The Bachelor before, if you've never watched The Bachelor before, the premiere episode is the juiciest episode because you get to see everyone's awkwardness. You get to see like a, what they think or what they want the bachelor to be in this introductory premiere episode. You have all the limo entrances, but this episode starts off with the most blatant attempt of the producers and ABC in general, trying to get everyone on Zach's side. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they're trying to convince you that he's like a cool, hip guy. Like one of the facts that they like lead off with, like he was in a band when he was in school. Isn't he so relatable? Whoa, Justin, I've never heard of anyone being in a band before. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. I get it. They, they A white guy who is an aspiring DJ. Um, exactly. What will they think of next? What will they think of next? There's never been a DJ bachelor before. But to me, I don't think Zach is the, like, DJ bachelor. To me, he is, like, I don't know. It's almost as if he's, like, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the straight and narrow bachelor? Like, he carries himself with, like, an aura of, like, I have to do this. Like a, like a sense of duty in a way that we haven't seen before. You know what I mean? In fact, like one of the things mm. that they do a lot in this show is that they'll bring on other previous bachelor contestants or leads to mm-hmm. kind of like validate the current lead. And mm-hmm. it says a lot what they want them to be. But this time they brought in Sean Lowe, which is like, he's famously for being like the greatest bachelor of all time because he's like one of the ones. That like made it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he has like a successful marriage with kids and yeah, they're still he does. married. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Props to Sean Lowe. Like he did it, it worked, you know what I mean? But I think one of the things that really stood out to me during like as he's like trying to introduce Zach to like the process or whatever, he says that he wouldn't have picked out his wife at first in like in the first night. He's like, Oh, I never thought of her as my wife, but as the weeks come went on, like I couldn't stop thinking about my wife. And I was like, that's a very realist thing to say on a show that's all about the fantasy. You know what I mean, David? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're saying he was very grounded and down to earth and realistic uh, <laughs> yes. in a way that the rest of the show is not. And that's that's surprising to you that he said that right at the top yes. of the first episode, right? Yes, because other previous leads will sing the show's praises Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like to like no end like oh you like when you find the one and there'll be like certain phrases that they use like um when did you know you were falling for someone and things like that but no he was he kept it real (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) like just be yourself man like and i appreciated it 
even though like they had a couple of like shirtless shots of him like i guess posing in a bathroom uh, it, it was it was odd but it's the bachelor you gotta do what you gotta do you know what i mean yeah they're really emphasizing how it's important that the guy is shirtless at some points you know yes so. that's it's very very yeah. important yeah. but i think as we go on to the episode what's more important is these hometown packages that give like maybe like two minutes at most of like certain women that the show wants you to pay attention to mm-hmm. right yeah and Sometimes they'll throw in like a nobody that goes home in the first week, or then you're like, oh, it was like a red herring all along. But I think it's really interesting the ones that they picked because one of the people, what was their names? I hadn't picked up. What was their name? What was their name? Oh, oh, um, a person named Greer who yeah open up a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Bailey, Bailey Brown, who also was one of the people who was introduced at the end of the last season mm-hmm. as like a preview into the next season. They yeah. introduced five women to like kind of like get a preview of like their yeah. first limo entrances. I think that's important. Uh, but more importantly, I think the one that the I guess two women that we should look out for are Greer G-R-E-R, and a girl named Katie, okay, because Greer got, like, the natural, like, you got to meet her hometown and all that stuff, but Katie, what's weird about Katie, and I have a theory, everyone put your tinfoil hats on in the cars or wherever you're listening to, (laughs) Katie didn't, got a weird edit in, like, she's only in her hotel room, right? Hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Only in her hotel room. You, you mean in the in the pre uh, so so there's a kind of uh, intro package where you meet yes. a, a bunch of women kind of like in advance of them being on the show exactly. and then there's like the limo entrances and them being at the house the first night right yeah so you're saying in the in the pre house pre limo section Katie mm-hmm. spelled K A I T Y mm-hmm. yes uh, who spelling. I believe is uh, <laughs> she's a blonde nurse from Austin Texas I believe yes. right. Yes. Um, you're saying she, her edit was only like in a hotel room, like her yes. pre limo stuff was only in hotel. What is the significance of that in your opinion, Justin? Okay. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing, I'm hearing. <laughs> Cause sometimes you cannot predict who's going to be like a big player. Sometimes they predict wrong. So mm-hmm. my prediction is that they film this later on. Mm. in the hotel room like maybe like a couple like uh, weeks of, and they're like oh shoot we didn't do a welcome package like, like like basically like katie makes it far into the competition yes. right and they're like oh crap we don't have enough katie stuff so they're just like let's grab a bunch of shots near her hotel if we can basically exactly mm. that's my theory that's some good theorizing there here on the decoding reality justin appreciate <laughs> i decoded yeah. the bachelor yes i figured right. it out <laughs> yes, that's right but here's the thing. Um, I'm going to put a bookmark on Katie because I, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on Katie. I have, a, I have a feeling about Katie, but we'll come back to that. So a bunch of other hometown packages happen. Yada, 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 yada. But then most importantly, you <laughs> look at the limo entrances and you see the, I guess, new Bachelor Mansion they they don't have the typical driveway anymore. They had like mm. the same hotel thing. It's I think it's a different house. 
mm-hmm. and a different mm-hmm. driveway than it is usually. I think mm-hmm. they did it for the last like two or three seasons. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but it's the thing that I think that we should point out is that, number one, Jesse, the host, which is now the host of The Bachelor with all the Chris Harrison stuff in the background, is also trying to convince us of Zach's interestingness or, like, how cool he is or how relatable he is. But Zach is, like, literally just, like, stiff as a board this entire time. You know what I mean? I'm ready to find my wife. And I'm ready to fall in love. And I'm like, give me something. Give me something. <laughs> David, what do you think of Zach up until this point? Okay. So in our pre-show discussion, we basically uh, – not even we. I think you and Deja have basically referred to him as kind of bore, <laughs> boring white guy or safe choice, right? Like yes. that's kind of that's kind of the – and. And he, in general, lived up to that designation. Like, there was, in my opinion, completely unremarkable. And it's almost like, I'll just say it, yes, he's, like, perfectly fine-looking. He's not, like... yeah. Uh, he, he's he's perfectly attractive. He, you know, I, if I saw him in a room, I'd be like, "That's a good looking guy," right? That's that's my reaction. But mm-hmm. it's an out of body experience to watch The Bachelor and like watch thirty women like <laughs> lose their mind over, "Oh my gosh, he's so perfect, he's so did it." And I'm just like, it's like Arrested Development voice him, you know? Like it, it, he is completely fine. Now, here's what I will say. Um, I thought he, he came across as a very compassionate. Uh, really? bachelor. and okay. what i mean by that is okay. uh like he was very encouraging to all the women like all the women, everyone's like super nervous they've all been drinking alcohol they're about to be on national tv he you know people show up in the limo and he's very like no matter how ridiculous their limo introduction is mm-hmm. he is very encouraging he's like you're doing great you're doing great everything's fine you're doing great oh you're weird and eccentric and whatever I like that. I like your idiosyncrasy. Like he's very encouraging and kind of like acknowledges that this is a very weird, stressful situation for everyone in a way that I really appreciated. Do you think all bachelors are like this in the past? Like how have bachelors been in the past around this kind of stuff? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The bar is on the floor, David. It is so down. (laughs) It's it's underground. Literally, Zach just had to be there and be nice for him to be like, wow, he's a a real nice guy. Not, not, Not calling the previous bachelors terrible people they're not well some are but that's beside mm-hmm. the point it's the what's the word i'm looking for it's it's the that's the safeness of it really elevated you know what i mean mm-hmm. what it could have been because there yeah. are there's been jerk bachelors mm-hmm. there have been people who have been really mean and really rude to their partners like the the person who won the bachelorette uh rachel uh what's her name rachel recce is pick Tino cheated on her <laughs> in the time the show aired. And by the time, like the last, uh, I guess, five mm-hmm. to the final rose. Yeah. So I, I find on. Zach, yeah. I, I find Zach Shellcross to be completely uninteresting and uncompelling, <laughs> but, uh, but I like the fact that he was quite nice to these people. Like, I think he yes. was very kind and compassionate. Um, and, and there was a lot of like empathy that he had for everyone being in this remarkable situation. So he won a lot of points with me for that. Um, really? But, okay. but, you know, overall, like I'm not, I don't, he, he doesn't, he doesn't blow my skirt up as it were, you know, he's not like, yes. he's not someone who I find super interesting. 
Um, he doesn't so crack jokes. Like, he doesn't do much. Or like when he tries to crack a joke, it's like almost robotic. You know what I mean? But he's not a mean. I mean, guy. can you can you use three adjectives to describe him that don't okay. have to do with his appearance? Ooh, uh, three adjectives. Okay, um, he is calm. He's calm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. seems <laughs> focused. He seemed very focused. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he was very grateful. Uh huh. Okay. It's hard to sure. put like. Anyway, that's my. That's mm. I guess that's my point. Is like. Yeah. It's it's he's pretty nondescript. I think overall, but anyway. Yes, and bachelor producers, if you're listening to this, I don't hate Zach. I think he's a perfectly nice guy. Give us tangible reasons to like this guy mm-hmm. you know see let me let us see his funny side let's see anything what's his favorite food what's anything come on like give me something but mm-hmm. i think this season is a great opportunity to introduce some women with some huge personalities one woman that i want to talk about in this recap right now is christina mandrell she's 25 and she's the girl with a hot pink dress on. And someone else was wearing the exact same dress that she was wearing. And, and she didn't get mad about it. Like, there was a point in the show where they come in and, like, she notices, like, wait, girl, where'd you get your dress from? And, like, they check the tag and it's the exact same dress, just in a different color. And, yes she could have been mad she could have been a villain but you know what she shrugs it off she has like this whole stick with a party bus that was trying to that she was trying well to yeah do. She, she's she's the one creator that showed up with her own or the uh first of all her her career lists her as quote-unquote content creator fy listen so uh, relate so maybe maybe there's some kinship going on <laughs> you know but, yeah, but she's the only she's the only uh uh what's it called uh contestant that showed up uh, with her own party bus, which yes. I thought was like, which I thought was like, like, how does it work? Like, do people spend their own money on these things? Because no. So, okay. So it feels like she got a little bit of an unfair advantage in terms of making an impression because, you know, showing up, showing up with like a banana or a cup of coffee or whatever <laughs> is one thing, but like showing up with like a party bus felt like, wow, that's, um, that's memorable, you know, regardless okay. of what you can say. That being that's said, she's, yes, yeah. she's, she's nice. She's nice. So here's the thing. Here's what in the years of watching the show and listening to what happened to these contestants and what they say about the show. Here's what I can glean about the limo entrances, right? Things like the girl who brought this syrup or things from their hometown, usually the contestants bring themselves. Yes. But before they go on their limo entrances, the producers will have like a a list of props for them to try mm-hmm. or a list of props that i think oh i think you would look cool in this bear suit or something you know what i mean that the contestants can opt in and make an entrance with mm-hmm. you know uh, so, and so 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 the producers maybe brought a party bus and she's like i that she saw the party bus she's like that's mine Yes, that's my, that that's is my a thing. strong possibility <laughs> and like if the producers really really liked you maybe they'll bring it for you like the girl with the pig i i think that was a pre-planned thing i don't think that girl brought her own pig to the <laughs> uh-huh. bachelor i think mm-hmm. she was like hey this is part of my backstory can we have a pig and the producers will provide it they're not miracle workers i remember last season 
um, they uh, there was two firemen who were coming in, and one got like a little toy fire truck and he like rode it like a bike to introduce himself to the bachelorette and then the other person got a huge fire truck and came in right after him wow and it's like that was planned there's Mm -hmm. no way absolutely no way that the producers were like snick weren't snickering to themselves like right (laughs) we're gonna make this guy look look yeah we're gonna make him look terrible right exactly yeah and if you think that they wouldn't I guarantee you that they would. But let's keep it going on. Another thing that happens is like there's the, like the little cocktail ceremony where the women are interacting yeah. with well, each hold, other. Hold on, hold on, Justin. Before we get to that, let's talk about these other limo entrances, if we may. Like, are there of any course. other? Are there any other memorable ones? I'll list a couple. Ooh, I'll okay. list a couple. Go ahead. Okay? Go ahead. I mean, I think the one where uh, she made him drink maple syrup was really amazing. <laughs> I think that was. Uh, I want to say that's Gabby. Yes. Uh, is what her name is. She was the fifth girl wearing a white dress, uh, and she's from Vermont. And she said, "Hey, here's you know, this is the Vermonter in me. I'm going to force you to drink some maple syrup." <sighs> and which is like, why would you force? Why would you force someone you just met to drink any liquid of any kind? I'm just going to start with that. Listen, you know? they wanted to. You know, I can't defend it. I can't defend and it. And then, and then he drinks it, and he clearly doesn't like. First of all. Do people drink syrup straight up? I've I've never drunk syrup straight. I always put it on waffles or French toast or something. So then he drinks it, and she's like, "What do you think of you know? What do you like? Uh, or what are your thoughts?" And he's like, "Mapley," and he's clearly just like trying to be nice, you know, like. Um, uh, that's all you. But can that ask was like for. that was painful, you know. Like it's like why why did you. Um, why did you make him do that? Uh, I did like Greer bringing him the cup of coffee that was still hot. That was, uh, that was, that was, you, you know, that's BS. You know, darn well that that coffee is not from where she says it's from. I know, from I know, but record. it's still, it's, it, it, I, oh, I agree completely. I agree completely. But just, uh, but, but Justin, the, the, sto- the story was still good. You know, yes, it was still a good the story. The story was right? good. Okay. And that's what the most important part is. Uh, what else? Um, there's a woman named Kat who tried to say the word gabagool a lot, which I oh, thought was very cringy. Man. Kat um, Wong, if you're listening to this podcast, what are you doing? What are you doing? The whole meatball stuff? You yeah. know, it's, it, man, I'm from New York. I was like, okay, she's going to pull out a cannoli, too. I'm, wa- I'm walking here. I'm uh, walking for gabagool. Um, so, yeah, that was awful. Um but uh, let's see. Oh, and then there was the woman that licked him. That was yeah. a little bit violative. Yeah. I thought that was kind of violating. Don't you think? I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I. You know what? Maybe. Maybe it was funnier in her head. Maybe it was one of those things where you tell your friends, like, "Ooh, what if I like claim my territory?" And <laughs> you think it's gonna be cool, and then it's not. It immediately fell flat for me. But. I do want to shout out. I, I'm giving my first award out in this podcast. The girl named Davia had this stunning white dress. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I don't know if they're compatible, but that dress was really nice. It was like flowy. It was white. It was like, ooh, you know, like she looked comfortable in it too. And then there was another girl with pants that got like two seconds of screen time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? we don't even know her name. What happened to her? She just walked up in pants, like a pantsuit. And I'm like, that would have been really interesting to see. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there was yeah, the... D- D- Davia, by the way, uh, like gave a, some champagne, 
right? And was saying how I, was she was she in the uh, like the pre Bachelor like the last thing because she said she's like I definitely blacked out not because of alcohol because of love. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, thought, I thought she's like oh, okay yeah she's trying to say I'm not I'm a romantic I'm not a I'm not a lush. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt, Justin. No, uh, but also shout out to Vanessa who got sent home immediately. Uh, she, uh, she brought up the band because she's from New Orleans. Mm, good, yeah. good choice. You know, it's fun. It's strangely quiet on that set too. So any type of music is going to yeah. like be super helpful. Rest in peace, Vanessa. You're not dead, but man, they kicked you off so quick. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. But this is the part where it gets like even more interesting to me because now that all the limo entrances are coming through, this is the time where the women actually get to talk to each other and get to know each other. Like the last woman who had a limo entrance was Brianna and she got the America's first impression rose and she comes out with this stunning red dress and she has a rose. So she's fine. She's moving on to the next. She has immunity. She, she, she can be herself. Yes, and uh, what's her name? Christina Mandra's like, oh my gosh, you look so great. I hate it, but oh, you look so great. (laughs) (laughs) And like, okay, don't don't turn into the villain, please. Don't turn into the villain. (laughs) Like she was like so close the edge. I'm I'm keeping my eye out for you. Mm -hmm, You know what mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. So that was really cool. The women are some they're already starting to click up with each other and like Mm. starting like judge each other like. I noticed that some of the women grouped up around a couch and just like watching other women come in and like, Ooh, wait, why is she touching him? What is he saying to him? And it's like, it happens every season, but I don't like it. What do you think, David? Uh, what do I think of the clicking up? Is that what you're yes. saying? What would uh, you Yeah. I mean, it's such a extraordinary situation, Justin, you know, where like they, they bust in these 30 women and it's like, you have what, what, how long does the night last? Like 12 hours, eight hours, you know, Ooh, it goes all night. It could yeah, go like 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you have, you have this, you know, limited number of hours and right off the bat, I think they eliminate 10 of them. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like 10 women are eliminated. So there's kind of this whole like, um, uh, Hunger Games style thing where it's like, I just need to make an impression of some kind. It doesn't matter mm. how negative it might be, but if I make zero impression, I'm going to be cut, right? Like for sure. Yep, pretty much. And so, so there's this desperation to make some kind of impression no matter how possibly negative. And if women are like banding up, like, you know, yes, to, to us, it's, it's they're clicking up, Justin, but probably they're gathering intel. You know, they're like, they're just trying to figure out what's going on. They're trying to figure out like who's in the lead, who's talking to who. Um, yeah. So I understand it. But, you know, yes, the show, I think, has the potential to bring out the worst in people. And, and you get a glimpse of that in this episode, right? Oh, so. it was such a glimpse because... Mm. God rest her soul, Madison, who is trying to make an impression on The Bachelor. She well, here I, you know, I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts about Madison. But why don't we take a break for some sponsors? First? Oh, what? And, oh, you're uh, right, the sponsors. I yeah, so we'll, we're going to take a break for some sponsors. We'll be back because I want to hear what Justin has to say about Madison, who is definitely <laughs> the first main character of this season of The Bachelor. So we'll be right back in a moment. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, Dustin, you were just about to talk about Madison. Oh, wow. That was a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> um, Madison. <laughs> Madison, Madison, Madison. Listen, listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. But <sighs> do better, girl. Do better. What happened to Madison is she realized the same thing that a lot of contestants realize very quickly is that sometimes the bachelor, you are not dating the bachelor and the bachelor is not dating you. And therefore there is not an equal position of power, right? You know what I'm trying to say? A lot of times when you're dating or you're on a dating app, you expect people to call you back or text you back the bachelor does not have that responsibility. And plus a lot of times on these shows, women who are usually pursued have a very difficult time pursuing the lead of the show. Mm -hmm. So what she does is she tries to like make a move and she makes, she makes Zach gritty with her, which is a very popular dance about two years ago. Um, she does the gritty. It's really awkward. She tries to go in for a kiss and it's very awkward. And they just literally gritty back to the mansion. <laughs> and it was the most cringiest, one of the most cringiest things I've ever seen on the show because Madison literally just fell, f- flew too close to the sun and immediately came down flat on their face. What did you think, David? It is like a full-blown character assassination of Madison, I would say. That this really? Show does. Uh, well, I, well <laughs> let me put it this way. One of two things is true. Either Madison took this comp test way too seriously or like stuff happened that night that we didn't see. Maybe both. That because, could happen. That because basically what, what happens is Madison – like everyone gets – like is trying to get one-on-one time with the bachelor. I don't think it's technically called one-on-one. It's like, you know, just to have a conversation with him. Right. And, uh, Madison has her time. And I think she's from North Dakota. 
And she like forces him to put on like a hat and the scarf. And I was just like, this is terrible because you're forcing him to imagine what life is like in the brutal tundra of North Dakota, uh, which is not something you want to be doing when you're just trying to meet and get excited about people, you know? Um, because if I was, if I was Zach Shellcross, which I never will be, I was like, you know, I would not be feeling to myself like, oh yeah, like this is something I want to sign up for sub zero temperatures, like five months out of the year. Um, but anyway, so she did that. She did that. That was like already like, okay, you've made a bad move, Madison, but whatever, like brush it off. Maybe you made a good impression. Then she's like, you know what? I'm going to go back again. I'm going to do a second (laughs) convo. I'm going to interrupt do second convo. Um, I'm not going to wait for him to come ask for me again. I'm going to go back for second convo. And then she does the gritty dance. Every, it, it annoys all the other women. He's not taken by it. And that's when it seems like Madison has a full-blown mental meltdown at that point. Right? She's like – she gets really, really upset that she didn't make a good impression. And she's like, I can't believe I'm going home now. And you know, she's assuming she's going to get sent home. And then eventually she does get – she before the rose ceremony – she yeah. leaves. Yeah. How how common is that? Is that happened all the time, or is it like a is this rare for someone to go home before the rose ceremony? It was rare in previous seasons, mm-hmm. but I will say that the last couple of seasons have really normalized going home before a rose ceremony. Uh, the previous bachelor Clayton had like three women go home. They're like, mm, not feeling it. Ooh, and they left. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Like back but, but, to back. But, but in that case, it was the women that weren't feeling it, though, right? Yes. But this, this was like weirder. This was like he, he, she made a bad impression. She was upset about it. And then he then definitively stated, I'm not feeling it, right? Like yep. he, he basically said it to her. Yeah, um, and that happens from time to time. See, what, what the show tells us is that the lead can send people home whenever they want to. I don't think, me personally, I don't think that's true. I think some producers will like mark some people as safe if they're really mm-hmm. interesting for television. But The Bachelor does have some of that power to send people home. And it's not the first time it's happened. And I guarantee you it will not be the last time that something mm. like that happens because a lot of times people don't understand the power dynamics of the show. You are yeah. not dating the bachelor you know what i mean well why do you can you tell me how you think madison uh, uh misestimated the balance of power like why, why do you think why do you think she t- like in what ways do you think she took it as too much of a dating relationship so i think i think madison goes to her hometown and has has people i think she's a person that's like people approach me People mm-hmm. approach me, people come to me, I say yes, no, you know, that I'm the decision mm-hmm. maker. I'm you know the decider, I mean? yes. I'm this, the decider. This, this is just the feeling you get from the footage we see of her, right? Yes, I yeah. think Madison does not have a hard time people coming up to her in her hometown, wherever yes. she lives. And when she tries to make a move, or tries to, like, make a move, and it's not immediately reciprocated, or at least, like, maybe, like, uh, clear... The intentions is if the intentions aren't clear, I think Madison froze up and was like, "Oh wait, uh, he hates me. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm the worst person in the world. I I shouldn't have done that." And it's like not the case. Maybe it was just an awkward moment. Maybe he like tripped a little bit or something. But sometimes people who are used to being pursued 
don't usually do well being the pursuer, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what we watched last night, Justin, was a woman <laughs> a woman get completely humiliated on the national stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's rough. It's in rough. a rather brutal fashion, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's that was worse. that's, that's it's hard. It's worse. There was some it's, girl yeah. who... Uh, they edited the footage to make her look like she was talking to a raccoon. I kid you not. You can mm-hmm. look it up right now. It's mm-hmm. it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, you know, you you tell me like on the scale of like you know pilot episode or um, episode Ooh. one humiliations. This one felt like a moderate one to me. You know, maybe it's a high one, maybe it's a low one. Like um, any any thoughts on like how how badly Madison's humiliation ranked in the history of humiliations okay i on a scale of one being maybe you tripped and 10 being like they had a whole last smear campaign against yeah, you yeah yeah um i think <laughs> no i'm not even kidding yeah, that has happened funny. yeah 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 yeah, sure, sure. yeah yeah i believe it i believe it um i will give this a three Oh shit! Three. So really mild, you think? Really mild. I think Madison can come back from this. Madison, if you're listening to this, don't sweat it. Don't mm-hmm. sweat. It. I promise mm-hmm. you, get the ticket to Bachelor in Paradise. Shrug it off. Get back on your feet. Get on the dating apps. I promise you, Madison. People will not remember this. You will be fine. Like wow. we'll forget about it in two weeks. She'll be alright. <laughs> amazing 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 estimation of medicine J- justin sometimes i can't handle it mentally when i have a bad podcast episode really? so the idea the idea that like <laughs> if if i was like humiliated on national television to be able to come back from that is un- inconceivable to me but you know what madison probably made of stronger stuff than david chen so um, <laughs> justice for madison <laughs> ju- hashtag justice for madison uh all right so uh any other uh woman that stuck out to you justin um, stuck out to me. I'm calling it now because I said this in the recap. I'm calling it now because in this episode, Greer got a lot of screen time, champagne girl. Mm-hmm. She also got the first impression rose. Yes. And to the loyal listeners of the preview episode, the first impression rose is the kiss of death. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's the, you are statistically far less likely to win mm-hmm. the show yeah. if you got the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. So here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Yeah, I think. Come calling it out. I think Zach will fall for Katie. He will go head over heels, but something will happen where Katie's just not feeling it anymore. Katie. Will leave the show in like the final four or something in her own volition. Zach was is going to be like, Katie was my final choice. That was the one I was going to pick. What do I do? Mm. And I think he'll go to Greer, and Greer will either say yes because she's happy to be there, or she's going to find out about Katie was the actual choice and leave him too. That's my prediction. I'm calling it now. What do you think, David? Because those uh, are the women with the most screen time this episode. The show yeah. wants you to pay attention to them, you know? I, I, you know, I believe you, Justin. And just to clarify, like, Katie is the woman who is from Austin as well. Uh, and they did seem to have, like, a very meaningful kiss during this episode. I think um, they're setting her up to be the Bachelorette. 
That's mm. what, like, she's getting the Bachelorette episode. Why else would she get kind of a sub-far hometown up, or package? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That The show wants us to pay attention to her. So... But you don't, but, but, okay, yeah, yeah, but you don't think that she's going to make it all the way to the, and so she got, is she the one that got the hotel package, the hotel? Yes, yes. So you're, so you're thinking she's going to be a major player, but she's not going to make it all the way to the end. You also don't think Greer's going to make it all the way to the end either, right? (sighs) You know what? Stranger things have happened. People have beaten the odds when it comes to the first impression rose. Yeah. It is statistically unlikely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that's my guess that. They are setting Katie up to be the next Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And if she isn't, mm-hmm. I will eat my hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my guess. I, the there there's one interaction that I really appreciated. Um, and it reminds me of an, uh, of something that my friend Steven, who is an actor, uh, mm-hmm. once told me. Like I, I have a friend, Steven, who is a character actor, and he's he's been in a lot of uh TV shows and films. And in those TV shows and films, they often don't write a lot of dialogue for the character. So he has to like come up with what his character is. Right. And so he'll ask himself basic questions. Mm-hmm. Um, walk on the beach or hike a mountainside, you know, <laughs> sit in front of the fire or go out in the rain, you know, whatever it is. And, um, and so he'll ask himself those questions to form the character. And basically mm-hmm. the character, the uh, woman, I think um, Christina, right. That you mentioned earlier, the party uh, yeah, bus Christina woman, right? M, yes. Yeah. So she, had a similar game to play with Zach. And I thought that was a very cute game. It's a really cute way to get to know each other. So it'll basically be like, you know, um, mountains or beach, uh, dragons or whatever the hell the, uh, it was dragons and something else. It was dragons and like demons or whatever. Anyway. And then she's like, okay, on three, two, one, say what the right, what, what you think the thing is. And literally the only ones they showed on, on this TV were ones where they had the different answers. Um, and she's like, mountains or beach? And they both give the opposite answers. And she's like, well, I also like mountains, you know? And it's like, it just felt like, obviously they're in this reality TV show competition where they're trying to make it all the way to the end. And they're just trying to jam a square peg into a round hole. They're like, oh, you like mountains? I like beach? Like, eh, that doesn't matter. We can overcome it. Oh, you're Christian and I'm Orthodox Jewish? Oh, um, yeah. we can figure it out. You know, like, it's just, it felt like a really stark, it, it's a cool game to begin with, but it felt like a really stark illustration of the kind of dynamics that these reality shows create, you know? Here's the thing. I don't think they're setting up Christina to be an actual lover for Zach. She's going straight to Bachelor in Paradise. I've never seen a more perfect candidate for that show. If you don't know, Bachelor in Paradise is where all the contestants from The Bachelor and Bachelorette, not all of them, but a select few, will go to like a sub-show within the show where it's like you go to a beat and it's basically normal dating. It's not like bachelor dating. There's like a huge group of people that you can like interact with. There's multiple men and women. So you can, if you don't hit off with one, you'll go to the other, et cetera, et cetera. And you basically hang out on the beach, you know? And that's where the villains go. That's where the funniest contestants go. All the contestants were like, wow, they really made an impression. They're America's sweetheart. Christina was built for Bachelor in Paradise. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, David. I'm telling. And if you like this show, maybe, maybe we'll mm. see David on Bachelor in Paradise episode, huh? Huh? Perhaps, perhaps. Um, in, <laughs> in terms not of, look excited. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of other uh, women that 
uh, kind of featured prominently in the episode. I think there was one called Charity, I want to say. Ooh, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And that conversation I thought was also very lovely. Like, I think Charity works with special needs people. Yeah. And uh, – Or, or she works like in in nursing or something like a child and family therapist, uh, something like that. Anyway, and Zach's mom teaches special needs. Yeah, so it's Zach's mom that I think teaches, teaches special needs, and like charity does work adjacent to that. And it felt like they really bonded and had really nice chemistry. Um, so I, I, that, that that felt like oh, out of all the conversations, that one felt like the most meaningful mm-hmm. connection to me. You know that 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 we saw. What did you think? Did you think they had a nice connection? Um, I think they did not. I, 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 to be honest with you, as a black person, Mm -hmm. I don't think Zach is interested in in black people. I I don't Mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. If I, I am, I would be the happiest clam on earth if I am proven wrong, but I have a feeling that he's not into women of color. That's what crazy. you know i just so justin has gotten mega viral on tiktok for <laughs> for creating a series called would this character date a black person yes. um, and uh it's a very amusing series of tiktoks but i am curious like what makes you say that about zach because he, he hasn't he didn't say anything like explicitly racist or anything like no. that yeah yeah so let, let it be known that this is not a judgment of racism or mm-hmm. anything this is yeah. i I'm not when I say this character wouldn't date a black person. I'm not saying that they're racist. Don't right. say that. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Not trying to imply that. But yes. So here's. I, I'm thing. just trying to understand why you're saying that about Zach because because we should point out that he did give a rose to several women of color. Right. Oh so, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. Great. Here's the thing. <laughs> there. Sometimes. Okay. So. In society, right? Mm-hmm. Black men. Are hypersexualized, and white women are also hypersexualized too, right? And so, when they date, this is like this is a little bit of screen studies right here. When they date, people like I guess their like oppression matches a little bit. One each black man have being a man as a like I guess a click on the a tick on the oppression, and women. Have be have whiteness as, as a tick, you know, as a closest mm-hmm. to being white men, which society, want, I guess, benefits the most, right? So there are things line up, right? But for women of color and white men, oftentimes black women are oversexualized too, right? Or are hyper masculinized too. So when that happens, society looks at that like with a squinty eye for some reason, which is wrong and totally wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They squint at that and they say, those don't those don't match up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because black men are hypersexualized, over masculinized, and white women tend to be over like uh sexualized too in the same way. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? So when it comes to Zach, right? Oh go ahead, David. You were gonna say No something? no go you finish what you're saying. So when it comes to Zach I think that he enjoys uh, – how do I say this nicely? I don't think that – I th- how do I say this nicely? I think that with when we saw his family with all white people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
all white people when we saw him in hometowns last season. I don't think Zach is the type of person to go against the grain and fight for a woman of color when it comes to his family or defend mm-hmm. a woman of color. You know what I mean? Not to say he can't surprise me. Right. But you've seen no evidence. I've that, seen no evidence yeah. that he would be interested in defend or defending, pursuing, and being in love with women of color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And loving them for who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would be the happiest claimant in the world if I'm proven wrong. Mm-hmm. I would be so happy if I'm proven wrong. But he doesn't strike me as that person who's willing to do that. Does it make mm-hmm. him racist? Mm-hmm. That just you know what I mean? Does that make any yeah. sense? <laughs> it, does, it, it, it does. I think you you know you're saying that like um, you recognize a certain kind of personality um, that uh, is willing to date and therefore tackle all the societal baggage that goes along yes. with dating a person of color. Exactly. Uh, and that you don't believe so far that Zach has shown he has that personality. Right? Yes. He may yeah. like a black woman. Yeah. He might smooch a black woman. But mm-hmm. Zach, so Zach currently does not strike me as someone who is willing to fight all of that baggage. Yeah. I think Zach is a type of person who wants a partner who makes his life societally easier. Because yeah. the th- what is it? What are the things that Zach say says that he wants? He's like, I love my family. I love football. I love frozen pizza. You know what I mean? <laughs> and well, if you're the, saying, like, yeah. go ahead. Well, the the thing that really bothered me about what what Zach said. Uh, so he gave a little speech where he said what you just said. Mm-hmm. But but the thing that really bothered me about the episode was, um, at the beginning of the episode. Zach is talking about the kind of woman and relationship he's looking for. And he's like, you know, I have really loving parents that, like, never fight at all. And it's just like yeah. there is this idea, I think, in pop culture that certainly I have been indoctrinated with that, like, if you're in a successful relationship, you don't fight. And mm. over time, I just simply don't believe that that's true. I think that fighting just means you're two different people. And that fighting can actually be, like, a very productive um, and meaningful and constructive part of the relationship where you learn what your differences are. And I think he and this show and uh, everything else in pop culture are kind of propagating this very fairy tale idealized version of love that just simply doesn't fit the reality. And that bothered me more than really? a lot of other stuff I saw in the episode. You know? Really? I mean, yeah. I'm, but it, it's, it's related with what it. you just said. It's, it's related <laughs> to what you just said, you know? Like, yes. Um, maybe it's because I'm used to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this show has a history of tossing its um, colored contestants to the side. Yeah. And treating yeah. them with not the dignity they deserve. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, Zach Shellcross being the safest option ever for the show is. I don't think he's willing or interested in going against the grain or changing that perspective that, at all. That, that's know? what I'm. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I'm saying like I'm saying like he is helping to perpetuate this kind of idealized version of love where like everything is easy and everything's fine, and that goes hand in hand with what you said about not wanting to make difficult decisions or decisions that will cost him very much. Right. Exactly. So uh, it's really two sides of the same thing that we're talking about. I think personally. But so Zach, if you do choose woman of color, 
I, I like I like how you're talking to people as though they're listening to this episode. That's, hey, you never amazing. know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. You never know. Zach, please prove me wrong. I'm. You know what? I'm looking at the camera. Zach Shellcross, if you're listening, cue the music, David. In the mm-hmm. arms of an angel, whatever. <laughs> Zach Shellcross, <laughs> for the price of of fighting oppression, please, please choose a woman of color. <laughs> This is what Martin fought for, mm-hmm. for your ability wow. to fight for women of color on national television. Mm-hmm. Do it for me. Do it for <laughs> David. Okay. Do it for America. And uh, with that, I think that's the end of the episode. David, yeah. how do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, I, you know, I watched the whole, like, coming soon on The Bachelor, coming this season on The Bachelor. And, um, you know, they... Uh, what is the reason why we tune into reality TV shows, in my opinion, is they show you something real, right? And yes, mm-hmm. the producers have a heavy hand in setting things up and plying people with alcohol and like arranging situations so that the maximum emotional conversation and impact can occur. But at the end of the day, you're watching someone's life be put on screen and represented mm-hmm. in some way that's going to impact their actual existence. And um, I think this season does seem to promise a lot of drama. You know, another thing I, I want to point out about Zach, um, say what you will about how Zach is boring, which I think he is mostly, <laughs> but he does seem to be like pretty earnest, like based on what I can see from the next time on preview yeah. from everything. He does seem yeah. like, you know, he, he's, he doesn't seem like a jerk. I'm going to put that out there. I don't think he's, a, and even the way he handled like sending all the women home, like, I don't know how it's happened in the past, but it seemed like, oh, hey, like, I'm sorry, like, this sucks and, you know, our time is over. And it felt very, like, he handled it very emotionally, maturely, in, in my opinion. But I don't know what uh, what your thoughts were. But, you're not uh, but, wrong, David. You're, yeah. you're certainly not wrong. I think it's just the correct answer. I, to me, that's just the baseline. What every lead should do. And oftentimes, they don't. <laughs> that you have, I remember a guy named Peter, who there was two contestants fighting, and he was like, you know what, like, I really want to pursue this or something to one of them, and like, let's just like, let's just wait, and let me like, think about this. And then he waits to the rose ceremony, and then sends her home, and then she's like, what was the point of that last conversation if you were just going to send me home? (laughs) You know, like, it could have been worse. And and I I think he's trying to avoid that kind of stuff. And so I I do give him that credit. Um, But yeah, I think this this season promises some real emotion and uh, some excitement as well. So, So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. Reminder, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please, 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 please email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. And do not forget, follow us on TikTok at Decoding Reality. You can follow me on TikTok, too, at Freddy's Roommate. David, where can the good people find you? Uh, well, check out all of our work at uh, podcast.decodingtv.com and find other shows on the Decoding TV network where we're covering The Last of Us, uh, obviously also House of the Ooh. Dragon, Game of Thrones. Uh, so yeah, podcast.decodingtv.com. Um, uh, check us out there. Um, but Justin, thanks for uh, taking on hosting duties for this uh, episode and this show, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, I'll be here next week. <laughs> all right. Have a great night, everyone. See you next week. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.